and welcome to the Go Social Podcast with Josh Hightower. Go Social is a relaxed and unedited conversation with marketing expert Josh Hightower. Josh is an author and the owner of multiple businesses, including Go Social Experts. Josh can help you create a thriving business using the wisdom, strategies, and experience he's gained through the years. Prepare yourself to enjoy the next few minutes as we chat with online marketing expert and business growth strategist, Josh Hightower. Well, good afternoon, Josh Hightower. How are you? I'm great. How about you, Michael? Fantastic. It's a great day. I'm looking forward to being with you again. We've had some really fun conversations recently. If you're, if as the listeners, if you've, if you've not listened to all of these podcasts, you need to go back and listen to the Invisible Audience, the Unmembership site, and why you should own your own membership site. But today we're we're kicking off a um a series a a, a um master class, if you will, of uh-huh. a, yeah. a, a six part series. Uh, Josh does a lot of traveling, goes to lots of conferences. And he went to one, uh, you said it was like traffic and conversion and funnel hiking and things. I'll let you explain where they are. But out of that, he's kind of condensed it into like six lessons of things we must do in business in 2023 in order to succeed and grow. I bet these are also applicable for 2024 and 2025. But we're going to find out from Josh, what are the things we need to we need to know? So tell us a little bit, Josh, about where'd you get these and, and what what do we need to know? Yep. So uh, went on a kind of a back to back conferences, which, you know, my wife really loved it because it was like 10 days away. Um, and uh, so it was uh, Funnel Hacking Live originally in, in Orlando and then immediately followed with uh, Traffic and Conversion in San Diego. Okay. And uh, Funnel Hacking Live is, is Russell Brunson, ClickFunnels, those guys. And uh, it was a great event. And then Traffic Conversion is Ryan Dice and um, uh, Richard Linder and uh, Roland Frazier, a digital marketer, mm-hmm. also a great event. And uh, so the, uh, as, as is true with any event, much less two back to back, there was like a ton of information all coming really quick. And uh, it, it was uh, a lot to consume. But as I kind of went back and looked at my notes and, and found some recurring trends on both events, uh, that's why I I'm creating this series of six, just kind of like, here's what I'm hearing. And it, it, it kind of ties in with our previous episode, Michael, is that, that one is being the loneliest number and having to, and, and working with somebody that kind of keeps their ear to the ground yeah. on this kind of stuff. Cause I kind of like this stuff. So um, I'm, I'm in it, I'm immersed in it and try to bring it. And, and now how does it relate to us as business owners and try to bridge that gap? So that's what this six part series is all about. Awesome. Well, let's dive in. And I appreciate you going to all the conferences. Tell your wife, thank you, because that means I don't have to go to them. I can just discern from you the reader's digest version of what was going on there and and what Josh brought out as the six um, big takeaways or the three things you must do, I guess, to grow your business. Uh, this is part one of a six-part series. So do tell, Josh, you've got the floor. Help us understand what we need to do to grow our business. Yeah. So uh, first of all, a couple, one observation right away that uh, uh, one of my good friends, uh, Brian Hahn, the founder of Go Social, he and I were at Traffic and Conversion together. And um, uh, one thing we noticed right away on the agenda at Traffic and Conversion, TNC, as I'll refer to it, at TNC, uh, there was no mention on the agenda of Facebook or Instagram anywhere to be found on the agenda. Now, to be fair, there were 
several mentions of Zuck and crew, uh, some not so favorable, some, you know, Facebook, it is what it is, as we've been talking about, you know, uh, throughout the entire conference at both yeah. conferences that, uh, but one, one thing that I'll bring, it ties in what we've been talking about recently is it's really important to get your audience off of social media and that you own your herd. Mm. Um, I believe it was Ryan Dice pulled the audience, kind of an informal poll, like raise your hand if anybody in this room has ever had their Facebook account shut down or an ad rejected for some obscure or none given reason that an ad was rejected. And 80 to 90% of the entire audience raised their hand that it either had their Facebook account shut down or an ad rejected, myself included, you know, had plenty of ads um, rejected. And then when you try to figure out what the reasons are, it's just... Facebook get behind the scenes has a real, you know, artificial intelligence trying to figure out what you're trying to say. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, 80 to 90% with raise their hand, which is kind of alarming. Um, so yeah. it goes back to that, that true lesson of don't be completely dependent on one media channel. You have to diversify because that channel can disappear overnight. You know, think about like broadcast facts. You know, that just disappeared from one night to the next. So um, anyway, that was like one of the key takeaways right away at TNC uh, that Facebook and Instagram know where to be found. And then also how many people have been or at the mercy of those tech giants. So Mm. now with with Facebook and Instagram not being found on the agenda, is that indicating they think they're going away or that there are just other things we need to be focusing on? What'd you take away from that? Definitely the latter. The other thing we need to be focusing on. So Facebook and Instagram, it's it's a huge, um, you know, they're huge marketplaces. That's where primarily a lot of our audiences are. You could, you could argue, you know, you have YouTube and uh, TikTok now was on there a lot. Uh, We have a ton of people on that, but Facebook, as much as people reluctantly are like, yeah, you know, Facebook and Instagram, boo. It was like, well, we still have to do it because that's where our audiences are, right? And uh, and we can still get a ton of leads and keep a good community of with our audience on those social media platforms. So um, it was still, and of course, a lot of those conferences have to be talking about the new and improved, right. the new, the new trends. If it's the same old Facebook and Instagram, you know, particularly with that digital market audience, it gets a little bit, you yeah. know, preaching to the choir. It is. And and just for, for business owners contacts, I think, and, and again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but years and years and years ago, I, I, I sold um, Christian radio ads, right? My number one competitor was the yellow pages. Right. And everybody said, well, I got to be at the yellow pages because that's where everybody is. And that's right. And, and everything else was tangential to the yellow pages. Well, when was the last time you bought a yellow page ad? So all that to say, times will change, mm-hmm. Right. Walmart or I mean, Sears and Kmart used to be the big dogs. Mm -hmm. Where are they today? Right now you got Walmart and Amazon. So you've got to keep an eye on today and an eye in the future and not put all your eggs in one basket. As we talked about, you know, Dan Kennedy talking about, you know, one is the wrong number. So it's, it's going to conferences like this. It's availing yourself of education and not being that chicken little going, Oh no, the sky is falling, but being prepared. Having your own audience, owning, having control, like we talked about last time, having control of your audience and where they are so that you can communicate to them. So if Facebook says, I'm going away or we're going to charge you or whatever, it's okay. My business is not going to implode 
because I'm not totally reliant on somebody else. Is that fair? That's exactly right. You know, probably three levels deep. You have, first of all, you have, you have that connection with them on social media and, you know, that's still a great place to engage with them for sure on social. The second level would be owning their, your own email address, which we've talked a lot about having their email address and being able to communicate with them through email, which is not perfect either because that whole spam thing and getting to the inbox is getting harder and harder. Uh, The third level would be, their physical mailing address yeah. because the U S postal service love them, you know, they're, they're not going anywhere. Right. So, and, and fewer and fewer people are taking advantage of that. So having that physical mailing address where you can directly communicate with them, including their phone number, the leads customer's phone number. So you can yeah. communicate directly with them. Those are probably your three levels in that order of how deep and how much information can I gather from my, my list and my contacts. Yeah. That's fast. <laughs> The old Sunday school song just hit me when you said that, you know, deep and wide, deep and wide. <laughs> That's right. We we need to go at least three levels deep and then have some wide content so that you're you're moving your, your clients along, your prospects along. But um that's good. You know, opt-in email is great, phone number is great, full address is great. Uh, you're right. Most people don't do direct mail, and this is a beautiful time to do direct mail. I was just on a call before this, and the guy's like, Oh yeah, direct mail. Well, it's really expensive. I said, Well, it is when it doesn't work. But isn't everything? Yeah. I love direct mail. I think when direct mail done right is a joy for everybody. And anyway, we won't go there, but that's. Yeah. Whole um, separate, whole separate topic for sure. It um, is. But uh, and, and most people, and just real quick about direct mail, most people think they got to spend thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. and send out, you know, 5,000 pieces. Just 50. Just yeah. start with 10 to the yeah. right people that. 10 letters, not probably not enough, but you know, yeah. So there you it's go. A start. Anyway, it's a great we, start. We do a whole episode on yes. this. This would be so much fun. Yes. Um, yep. So one, one thing that, that Ryan Dice, uh, before TNC, he pulled all the digital marketer certified partners, which I'm a, I'm a certified partner digital marketer. So I participated in the survey. He released the results at the opening keynote at TNC. And it was two questions. What are what are the least effective things that trends that we're going to see in the next twelve to eighteen months, and then the opposite of that, we're going to what are going to be the most effective trends or things to watch for the next twelve to eighteen months? So that's really tying in with here's what we're going to look at. So the most effective, and this is according to Digital Marketer Certified Partners, which we serve a bunch of clients, and then we roll up the information into Digital Marketer. Uh, first of all, the short form, short form video. So think TikTok, uh, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, which is huge, getting to be huge. Those are examples of short form video where your the people, your audience is seeing you on screen. Doesn't have to be an elaborate, you know. 20, 30 minute or whatever could be longer, but it doesn't have to be, but it's that consistency of them seeing you, you delivering content. So short form video is actually the number one most effective trend to watch for in the next 12 to 18 months. Second, which you'll appreciate this email marketing. Yes. Email marketing is number two is the one of the most effective trends to watch for in the next 12 to 18 months, which we've talked a lot about recently, not so coincidentally. Right. And then uh, third YouTube ads, YouTube ads is, uh, you know, you're going to begin to see more and more of that. So a couple of honorable mentions in that list, um, artificial intelligence for copywriting, which you're beginning to see several yeah. of those solutions get really good at writing copy, um, uh, paid communities, 
which are our Facebook groups, our circle, um, the heartbeat groups, you know, right. those membership sites we've been talking about recently and um, influencer marketing, which we haven't done an episode on about, but I have a big mm. client that we do a lot of influencer marketing with. And uh, that's an interesting thing. When I first started working with them, probably three years ago, had no idea such thing exists. Like, you know, if you think about the biggest example would be like one of the Kardashians posting or getting paid to post on Instagram okay. and then people just go nuts and buy their stuff. Yeah. There's a whole thing. So influencer marketing, uh, SMS, text marketing, and then yeah. selling via chat were some of the honorable mentions for trends in the next 12 to 18 months. So sure. you ready for the less effective or not so effective? Yeah. Okay. Uh, number one, Facebook and Instagram ads. So as a trend, you know, beginning to see Facebook and Instagram ads, maybe not as effective. And we'll yeah. go into reasons on future, future episodes. Um, but Facebook and Instagram ads not being as effective. The key there though, Michael, is that don't just turn them off. Wow. You have to ask how well or how effective am I using social media ads? Am I doing it right? Am I getting the ROAS or the ROI or the return on wow. investment? Could I be doing it better? That's a better way to ask. Um, second will be um, less effective would be one touch conversations. Mm -hmm. So one, I'm going to send out one email and hope for the best. Yeah. It just idea. doesn't work. And uh, so, you know, leads need more follow-up. We got to build in that follow-up using email, text message, all the things in the previous list. Yep. Exactly. And, and the, uh, the, the third one was um, also organic social. So just posting on Facebook, putting a, a post, not a paid ad, but a post out there, Facebook's not going to show it. It's they're, they're, even if they're, they quote unquote, like your page and you put a post up there, fewer and fewer people are going to be, be see, shown that post unless you put a few dollars behind it as an ad. So, right. yep. That's fascinating. That should not come as a surprise really to anybody. Honestly, uh, because they they're, they're just following suit of other people who've done the same thing, and it's just it's part of the, the the cycle, right? And if the future is with YouTube and video, it'll run a cycle, and and so none of this is oh, I have found the magic pill, I have the silver bullet. No, it is a cycle, and as business owners, we have to be flexible and 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 able to pivot. But like you said, you've got to know, you've got to test, you've got to run the numbers because you may have a Facebook campaign that's going gangbusters that might still work for the next six years. So don't just pull the plug. Look at the numbers and mark it by the numbers. Josh is a magnificent guy to do that because they they understand all the numbers and how to look at things and slowly divert um, dollars from one to the next. But yeah, don't don't uh, don't shoot the goose, right? That's if you right. got a golden goose, don't don't kill yeah. it. But um, you, you look at it two levels, Michael. You got you know how many leads you got coming in. That's the that's the easier one to look at because you're like, okay, I got this many leads coming in. This is my return on investment or ROAS from those leads. More importantly, though, what are the quality of the customers from those lead yeah. sources? So, because not all leads are created equally. So, even if you're paying a per ad cost or per uh, you know customer acquisition cost that's higher from one lead source, maybe that results in a better client for you that maybe joins your mastermind or your higher end group or buys the high ticket offer. Uh, you have to look at like all the way down through the customer lifetime value for 12 months lifetime value. What does that really equate to? So uh, right. there's a lot of moving parts to this, but 
we, we well, look at the data. That's right. And that's why, that's why it's so valuable for people to reach out to you, Josh, and your team, because you've got a team who can look at all that data, who can summarize everything. And as business owners, you're, you're, you, you function kind of like a consultant. You're like, here's what's going on. Here's what we're trying to do. Let's, let's do this. And you have those conversations and that's how everything begins with you as a conversation. It's not a sales call. It's a conversation. So let me just encourage you to reach out to Josh, pick his brain. Cause he's been, I mean, he goes to all these conferences. He's, he's been running businesses for many, many, many years. He understands it. And just reach out to him, go socialexperts.com, start understanding the things you must do to grow your business in 2023, but even beyond as these cycles just, well, they cycle, right? Different things. And Josh and his team keep up on it and they can help you grow your business. So thanks for listening, Josh. Thanks for sharing uh, bits and pieces of what you learned from these conferences. We appreciate looking forward to the next in this series of six. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Michael. Social media marketing should be part of your overall business growth plan. Josh Hightower can help you leverage the power of online marketing without wasting your time or money on hit or miss tactics. Learn more about how Josh and his team can help you by reaching out to them at GoSocialExperts.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so each new episode will be sent to you automatically when it's released. Thanks for listening to the Go Social Podcast with Josh Hightower.